Live from Lemon City with Ed Luce and Hipster Rick. Yeah! <laughs> welcome, welcome everybody. I got my boy Superman in this hoe over here. I believe, Superman. I, I, I believe you guys are doing the nene. No, 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 no. no. There were all sorts of hip hop dances going on. He was doing the nene, I was whipping, then he was, uh, what were you doing? Oh, oh, you were Superman in that hoe, yeah, right? One. I was like, you! Yeah, he was doing all sorts of shit. <laughs> it is. We are recording this on Wednesday, November 11th, Veterans Day. And my boy Edwin happens to be a veteran. Thank you for your service, my friend. Navy. Shout out to all the vets. Shout out. Shout actually, out to yeah, all the vets. I, actually, I do want to take a second and, and, and thank all of my, my Navy buddies, my military buddies, my Air Force buddies, all you guys out there, because I have friends in all the branches that are served with me, no longer serving, and the ones that are still serving and the ones that came after me, thank you. And uh, thanks for your service. And I miss all you guys that are listening that I used to serve with. It's been fun and continue to make everybody proud. Thank you guys. Edwin is a little bit older than the rest of us, so he's got, he's got some old Navy stories. I got, I got old Navy buddies and uh, I got some Marine friends, actually. Uh, our friend from Trunks, my uh, friend Manny there, who's also a Marine. Thank you so much. Nice. And. Uh, also, he hooked us up with our oh. our fresh, fresh new gear. All right, well, that we, we might got as well here. get the inter- introduction out of the way. Oh maybe? yeah, yeah. Maybe Let's we finish should that. actually do Let's that. All right, that we are Lemon City live from Lemon City. Our podcast from us to you by the fans for the fans. Today is November 11th. I said once again, on Wednesday, we are recording this from Studio G605. Yeah, we'll we'll go with that. <laughs> and uh, we are brought to you in part by Trunks. Our friends over at TrunksLife.com, athletic apparel for all your athletic needs in and out of the gym. It's good for the lifestyle too. In fact, my boy Edwin, the veteran, is rocking a muscle shirt right now. Which Nobody a- is less qualified. Oh, a muscle I'm- shirt right now. <laughs> I'm feeling stronger wearing this shirt, which you know. It's good. Our I'm boys from 14. Trunks. Our boys from Trunks. Thank you very much. They yeah. did hook us up. They're very good to us. Yes, and uh, check uh, check our Twitter page and our Instagram uh, when uh, after you listen at to the Trunks show. Life. At TrunksLife.com. If you use the promo code Lemon City, Lemon City, one word, you get 10% off your entire purchase. Yes. And, and maybe you can look as cool as we do. Yeah. As cool as my forte. But um, definitely uh, check, yeah, check out our, our social media pages. We'll post pictures and uh, have that there for you. So we're, uh, I think we should uh, get going with um, some five downs. Let's right do off the right. NFL. Little NFL. All right. Dun, 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 dun. Boom! Yeah. Boom! Just like that cannon. Bam! That's good. That's good. I got you going. First down. Those damn cheese heads. Ugh. I mean, it's like they want Edwin to be a troll. I don't understand. All right, go ahead. All Start right. it off. First off, first off, um, if you haven't noticed, it's already been trending on Twitter. I am no longer Ed Luz. I am Eddie Wins, because all I do is win, just like I predicted. He Green Bay, has no idea what trending means. Green Bay lost this week, <laughs> just like I called it, just like my sauce, my sauce Ronchana 
She told me about it. Don't Even worry about it. Watches, My, uh, is right twice a day. Yeah. Hey, hey, you know, broken yeah, clock is right. Hey, but you know what? I was right. I was right. I was right. You were right. right I was right again. And uh, hey, I, I told you it was my stone cold lock last week. I said I could have picked any other game and made a bold statement, and I said no, Green Bay is gonna lose. I'll give you his numbers were better. And you got I a little was, nervous in the fourth quarter, uh, didn't you? Yeah, but then again, but then it reminded me of something else. This guy doesn't win in the fourth quarter. Don't give me that. He doesn't come back. He doesn't come okay. back. And he well, can't here's where you're wrong. It wasn't Dolphins. this guy because for this. somehow, for some, for some reason, you decided to pin all of this on Aaron Rodgers Absolutely. when it simply isn't. It's all his fault. It was 37 to 14 in the fourth quarter. It was. You think that's that's Aaron Rodgers well, giving you know, up all those you know, points? No, you know what it was. Cam Newton looked like Joe Montana. No, you know what it was. That defense is bad. That offense. He was throwing to Philly Brown, Jericho Cottery, Devin Funches. The only one worth a damn over there. At not well. Ted Ginn is the other terrible one. <laughs> Dear okay, hands. but the only only one worth a damn is Greg Olson, and this is bad. A game, a, a team. Well, they they gas him through the run game, and it is the best run game in football. But here's what your boy Aaron Rodgers got in support for those 37 points that the defense gave up. Mm-hmm. He got 39 yards from James Starks and 20, no, 10 yards. From Eddie Lacy. Hey, that's not my problem. That's man. what the running game is doing for him. I'll tell you what okay? his problem is. And in spite of all that, he still rushed himself for 22 yards, and he threw for 369 and four touchdowns. Now he did have an interception, but that was at the end of the game and a desperation heave on fourth and goal to the end zone. <laughs> and he, there was a bad decision that cost him the he game. He was being dragged down by like 17. No, dudes. no, no. He, okay, he, somehow he the panicked. refs didn't see that he there panicked. were an extra six men on the field. He, he was panicked. being dragged down by 17 <laughs> dudes, and he had to chuck it. For the last Listen, say, say what you want to say, say what you want to say, but at the end of the day, you know what happened? He, he heard the podcast, he heard the show, he heard me calling him out, oh, and dude. he got scared. Guys, Just I like can't I deal with this. Hit me with second down. Second down. Second down. The undefeatables again. The undefeatables. Okay, well, the, the Panthers beat with, the Packers to stay. <laughs> Fine. All right. How about, how about the three cats? The Bengals, the Panthers, and the Cheetahs. There you go. A little uh, better. <laughs> Producer Gus. Yeah. You can always count on them. Well... The, the Carolina Panthers, they beat the Green Bay Packers to stay undefeated. That's been documented. And, but that was a home game. And the Panthers, man, they're looking, they're looking good. They're looking they've, good. It's... They've stayed afloat based on their... I mean, okay, like I said, the Packers defense was really bad. That is not to be understated here. Mm-hmm. But the offense is kind of waking up. And if Cam Newton is going to play like this, they're going places. Yeah, but I think also with, with the Panthers, man... I like, he's definitely the most valuable player. He's not putting up good numbers, Cam but Newton? man, he's must-see TV, dude. I like watching that guy. The dude is just entertaining. He's good, like he's so, so good. Mike Vick is a shell of his former self, mm-hmm. but I still wanted to see him when Big Ben went down earlier yeah, this absolutely, year. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Right? Cam has that appeal, yeah. absolutely. But the other teams, Bengals already punched their ticket. They've won the division. Patriots, right. I think, I'm, I'm, I'm saying it here, just like I was right last the week. Bengals I think I'm going to be right about this. I, think, I mean, they were fl- facing the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. But dude. Bengals, no, they dominated. They dominated. But I'm telling you, I Thanks think. Thanks for getting three touchdowns on the, on my bench, Tyler. <laughs> you said that he needed to score the week before. But no, I think, I think the Bengals have locked it up. And I think the Patriots are going to go undefeated. I don't see any roadblock on this. I don't see anybody that could possibly well, What are you talking about? The they Patriots, played the Dolphins last, last game week of the season. That's what I think of that. Man Campbell might take out Tom Brady's Dude, unless Man Campbell suits up and plays D-line right next to Dominic and Sue, who's, I don't know where that guy is. It's not going to happen. Time to get mile high. Ooh, this guy. Well, the Broncos they lose to the Colts. Apparently, Peyton Manning is uh, he he's just incapable of beating his former team. Kind of like incapable of beating Peyton, uh, Tom Brady when it counts. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. But <laughs> it is it is a fact that they lost in Mile High Stadium last year in the playoffs to the Colts. It was yeah. a fourth quarter comeback. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm not sure. If that was no, it wasn't a fourth, a fourth quarter, quarter comeback. Because I remember the, the first year of the NFL, they they always do this, right? They take care of the juicy matchups. 
And as soon as Peyton Manning went to the Broncos, they scheduled a game. Uh, I think it's the only one he's won. The first game against the Colts, I think it was the only one he won. But Did he win that one? I, I believe he, I know he has I believe won. He I think he's 1-3 now after well, this week's game or 1-4 now. It's bad. So they lost last year to the playoffs. They got the Colts to the AFC Championship game. And then they lost this week. And, uh, I mean, Andrew Luck, who we now know is, on, is like, he's fighting for his life, apparently. This guy's on his deathbed. But no, no. I, but you got to look at it this way. The, the Denver, last week we were talking about, you know, Seattle defense, 2013, Baltimore, 2000, and then they let an ugly Colts team come in and put up. Yeah, beat them. Beat them. The Colts team beat them. It's, it's not anything different. It wasn't anything special. It wasn't any sauce or anything like that. It was, they came in here. They punched them. But, hey, credit to Indianapolis. They changed coordinators, and you instantly saw a change. You instantly saw a better offense against the best defense in the league, and they put up numbers, and they won a game. They were undefeated. They're yeah. undefeated no more. I mean, Peyton Manning was bad. Peyton Manning again. He threw two picks. It was just, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shit out of luck. Ooh, shit out of luck. Yeah, I guess expanding on that. Expanding on that is. Uh, I don't know, man. This guy just hasn't been able to stay healthy all season. It was a shoulder issue before, but Matt Hasselbeck stepped in and cagged two games real quick so yep. that they could get the W's. No. Yep. Uh, all of a sudden, now we hear he might miss on a game that he finished. Right, they're heading into a bye week and uh, two to six weeks because he's having some issues. And two to six weeks, I he still hasn't think looked he, good all season. Yeah, he hasn't. I still think he'll be. I honestly, I don't think it's going to be more than two weeks. I think it's going to be probably because of the bye because week. of the bye week. I think he's really going to rest up and he probably he's going to want to play because as much as they that division is really really bad yeah, and they've already won really it, bad. but they, they, can they still they can get away with it. But they still need to win another game to give themselves comfort and they don't want to put themselves in that situation because they haven't looked good all season. No, they've they been playing. He he. He shows like he has horrible first, second, and third, and then all of a sudden he's throwing two, three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Well, Trust me, my fantasy teams yeah, have been impacted yeah, yeah. by this. I know, but is. but he's it's been struggling. But the scary part though is the way that they described the injuries today. They said it was the type of injuries that you sustain in an automobile accident, dude. Is a last uh, ruptured kidney or lacerated kidney yeah. and a and a partial tear of an abdomen muscle. Yeah. That's that's kind of scary. This defense really hasn't been able to figure it out. Uh, Chuck Pagano is kind of fighting for his job here. Oh no! Yeah. And uh, I mean, this was supposed to be a great offense coming into the season, right? They draft mm-hmm. Philip Dorsett out of the U in the first yep. U in the first round. <gasps> they sign all the other U guys: Frank Gore, Andre Johnson. Mm-hmm. They already have T. Y. Hilton. They have two good. That was Midwest Miami. They have Dwayne Allen and uh, who, who's the other guy? Um, I forget. The, no, uh, old uh, tight end from Stanford. Lux old tight end from Stanford. Oh, Fleener. Colby right, Fleener. Colby Fleener. So they have two decent tight ends. This, this offense was supposed to go places, and they've just been flailing the entire year. Andre <coughs> Johnson looks old, right? Yeah. Frank Gore is the only one that's looked decent, and if Andrew <coughs> can't get it together, then what are you going to do? Hold on, Gus. There's a flag on the play. Keep uh, <laughs> keep All right. But no, but the other thing with, uh, with, with Luck is that, that scares me, man. He's only been, like we were talking about it before, 15 times he's been sacked this season. That's it. You'd think that... It, but that just Much like you. Chuck Pagano said earlier this year, he's been dealing with offensive line issues his entire career. His entire, I, his entire I, NFL career. I think I mean. this is more of a product of the last of his whole career yeah, than of this season, man. Because he's been taking a beating and he's running for his life out there a lot. But uh, all right, the, they picked up the flag. Let's go. Right. Fifth down, the bane of my existence. Bills at Jets. Ugh, God. Bills at Jets. I hope they both tie. Sexy Rexy. He's going, going back. Going back right? to New York City. Or not going back because he's been playing. Well, well yeah. he's going back to, to the Meadowlands. Right, he's going back play. to the Meadowlands. Or no, MetLife Stadium. No more Meadowlands. Uh, yeah, whatever. Meadowlands. Same crap. Same dumpster fire. Sorry, C-Dub. <laughs> Sorry, uh, everybody else that's a I mean, he went Jet from, fan out there. He went from New York to Buffalo. Yeah. That's you know? awful. <laughs> he just got worse within the state. Boy, I love losing Super Bowls. Man, sorry, Bill Bills fans. Stands for him. Yeah. Bills. Uh, but my boy Jim Kelly, though. Yeah, my boy Lil C. Love sorry. <laughs> no, but it, it's, 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 it's just an ugly... Man, I mean... 
Did you see his interview today or his, his press conference? He wore a Clemson helmet because his son's the, the long snapper on Clemson. He's, he made an Impali a, a captain. Oh, yeah. What a He troll, made an Impali a captain. I got to hand it to him. Okay? I pray to God that Geno Smith walks out to the 50. <laughs> he's going to be like, he's going to be guarding that, his face the entire time. I got to hand it to Rex, man. The dude's a troll. He said, you know, I know he, I'm going to take a beating for you know this. What what a is? You know what Rex is? You know what Rex is? He's a more polished man Campbell. I think so because he's 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 your typical. He's not a total jock, but he's though. a meathead who likes meathead stuff and is not doesn't care about being right and he does stupid stuff like make this guy the captain of his team. Yeah, I mean, come yeah, on, that's this guy was cut earlier in the season. I would take I would have taken Rex Ryan down here. Oh man, yeah, absolutely. In a heartbeat, he can do some but, things with yeah, defense. Yeah, exactly. You but, got him a decent offensive coordinator and the guy's a great coach. It's tough, man. It's tough, but yeah, that's a Thursday night game. Like, this is, like I the think AFC all, East, the the. Dolphins are clearly playing themselves out of it. So yeah. the AFC East, nobody's going to make a run at the Patriots now Thanks, anymore. You're fighting for a wild card. But the Bills and Jets, you know, whatever. I guess it's still a rivalry game, division rivalry. So it's going to be somewhat interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So that's our, our no huddle, hurry up, five down that offense. concludes it for five downs, but now for the it. NFL. I believe my boy uh, Edwin had some topics he wanted to go over. Yeah, we still, we, we still got some stuff to talk about. You know, we went over um, the last week's. Uh, matchups, and then briefly touched on this Thursday night game. But this week in general, it's just not a lot of good football this week. I'm not a there's this no, week coming up. This week coming up right now, there's not a big matchup other than the two that we were able to point out here is uh, New England at the Giants, which is you know a Super Bowl rematch from years well, past. Well, yeah, that's got an interesting that's got an interesting little tagline to it because and we were talking about this before on week 17 that year that the Patriots went 18 and one, almost 19 and 0. Yeah. They, lost, they won against the Giants on Week 17 before losing to them in the Super Bowl. Exactly. So the Giants have taken care of an undefeated Patriots team before. Yep. Apart from that, it's just two offenses that are always fun to watch. right? Eli Manning is going to sling yeah. it, especially if he finds himself down in that game. Yeah. Do you think we're going to another six-touchdown Manning? Uh, I mean, does that ever happen <laughs> twice so. in one lifetime? I mean, I, I Ben I, Roethlisberger did it back to back weeks last year. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Three six touchdowns back to back weeks. That's that crazy. helped out my fantasy. <laughs> yeah, last you were playing. Year? You had him last yeah. season. Yeah. Oh, but uh, but no, himself some big Ben. And the other game this week that uh, is worth mentioning is, uh, and it's more important, more for it's the Cardinals at Seattle. I think Seattle really needs to win this game. They have to reestablish themselves as as the alpha male in that. It's goal time. In the NFC, man. It's goal time in Seattle. This is a problem. The defense looks like. Okay, for example, I okay, the you know, fantasy talk, beware. Yeah. But I had the chance to trade for Carson Palmer earlier this week and it was absolutely no deterrent the fact that he was playing the Seahawks yeah. at Seattle exactly. this week coming up. They just that defense is not as scary as it once was. Not as scary. Where's where's Marshawn Lynch, man? You got what is it what's his name? Uh, Rawls? What's uh mm-hmm. Thomas, Thomas, Thomas Rawls. Rawls. Thomas Rawls, because his name is KB. He's putting up numbers and he's making up things. But uh Besides Rawls, you got you, there's not much else. I mean, Russell Wilson is looking like a shell of himself. He's not really putting up the numbers. He's not really. I, I guess. I mean, he's still making his little Russell Williams or Russell Williams. Russell With Wilson him. plays. He's doing his little best Bruno Mars out there. But it's he's it's, still he's still abstaining. So yeah, you know, yeah. He's still not <laughs> refuses to fuck Ciara. <laughs> But yeah, but they, but they, and also they've lost at home already, and they really need to establish that dominance that they are the dominant team in that league, and it's 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 a serious thing. I mean, let me look up what's the what's Seattle's record right now. Let me see here. Uh, I don't know, but they got that that win against Detroit that they shouldn't have. So that's Seattle's one more win that they should have. Yeah, they're four and four. They should have been three and five with yeah. exactly the Detroit game. They're sitting in eighth position right now in the NFC behind St. Louis with the same record, who is four and four, and. 
the six and three Falcons, and then so on, so on. Yeah, Arizona's got a good lead. They're six and two. If they win this week, they put that division away, and now we're looking at Seattle as a wild card. So there goes that. Arizona swamp. has two tough losses, but that team looks like one of the better teams yeah, in the no, NFL. They, Arizona they, does. they look solid. Solid defense, passing game. I mean, they rushing. looked solid last year. It's just you know they took a third string quarterback into the playoffs. CJ, Carson Palmer's finally C, good. CJ two K is looking like CJ two K. Yeah, I don't know. know what I'm saying. Uh, I, I mean, Andre Allington coming into the season, and they mm-hmm. had hopes for the the rookie, right? Uh, whatever his name is. Uh, David Johnson. I yeah, believe David Johnson. Yeah. That's correct. But all of a sudden, they signed CJ two K off his fucking couch, and the guy looks like CJ two K. Yeah, yeah, and. It's it's funny how how it works out like that with uh, with Arizona. You'd expect you know to be a little bit of a drop, but man, Carson Palmer, dude, mm-hmm. that guy's just Looks good. money, bro. He's just he's Heisman winner, it. bitch. Heisman winner. He's uh he's just looking really good there. And if they win this week, they've locked up that division. Dude, that guy, that guy threatened to retire if the Bengals didn't trade him. Do you remember that? Yeah. He threatened to retire. No, was when it? he clearly had so much football. Yeah. And left in him. Yeah. But the fact that they were, you know, he went down, so they they went the Andy Dalton route, mm-hmm. and they refused to play him, and he threatened to retire. Dude, think. Look at this. Look at this. San Francisco's quarterback, Blaine <laughs> Gabbert. Remember how many times we said his name last week, and Not he won last Colin week. Colin Kaepernick. Not Colin Kaepernick. Blaine Gabbert, who won this past week. Yeah, he did. The Niners are just one game off Seattle. The Niners, Three and six, man. The Niners have been six. doing this shit all season. Do you remember the, the, the season opener the Niners had? Yeah. Carlos Hyde, three touchdowns, one was against yeah. Carlos Hyde looked awesome. Yeah. The defense looked great. Everybody was talking about the Navarro return of Navarro Bowman. And they beat the Vikings, that and which uh, they were kind of like a little trendy pick coming into the yeah, season. Yeah, them and the Dolphins were a little team dark in the NFC, right? Teams, yeah. So they look good. And then the next week they lay a stinker. And then they just look bad. All of a sudden, they look like maybe they can pick it back up. Colin Kaepernick is bent. The 49ers have been doing this shit up and down all season. They look better at home, that's for sure. Yeah. Which it, they were. And it is. And it's... Um, but uh, but looking at the, the rest of the standings here, let me look at the playoff picture here for... Uh, let me look at the playoff picture here for the rest of the NFL here. Thank you, Gus. Um, well, we know the... I think it was Bengals and Patriots have the top two seeds. They're going to get the bye weeks. Yeah. For sure. Let's see here. I just don't think anybody else can actually challenge them for it. Here we go. I got the playoff rankings here. Let me let's take a look here. So we got let's see what you got. There. Patriots, Bengals, mm-hmm. Broncos as a as a three seed, Colts as the four, the Jets and the Steelers at five and three and five and four hold the two wild card spots in the AFC. Yeah. And knocking on the door. That's the third This is what. And baseball has tried to capture this a little bit more with the second wild card now. Yeah. But this is what the NFL does to you. Even the shitty teams believe they have a chance oh, halfway yeah. through the season. Yeah, and, and because they kind of do. Like these two wild card spots are so like, especially in the AFC right now, as bad as it's looked. Probably I don't I don't know. Like nine and seven will probably get you a wild card spot. Yeah. Maybe even eight and eight. Hey, ACDC sitting at eight. Uh, AC/DC. ACDC baby, Derek Carr, Monty Cooper. ACDC. ACDC. MCDC. Cooper. MCDC. All those guys. Uh, what was the other one you hit me with the other day? CWDC? Oh, CWDC. <laughs> Clive Walford, my boy. The you. The you. And then in the NFC, let's look at the playoff picture right now. You got the Panthers holding it down as the one seed. Yeah. And that home field, that's going to help them out. So yeah. that means that the NFC championship is going to have to go through Green Bay and... Do you remember you asked me like a I mean, few weeks ago Carolina. if, uh, you know, who, who were the other, the third, who was the third best team in the NFL behind the Packers and the Patriots? Mm-hmm. The Packers have had a big drop off now. Oh, right? yeah. And, that, and that's, here's the interesting thing. Now, now... Carolina has beaten Green Bay, and they beat Seattle. 
Mm-hmm. So that means that the two, the, the home field advantage is no longer in Green Bay. It's the no Seattle longer in Seattle might those... be more impressive because that was at Seattle. Yeah, and so that means that now the road to the Super Bowl is going to go through Carolina because they're at 8-0, man. They're, they're yeah. sitting pretty. Yep. Packers are 6-2 with the second seed. Cardinals and Giants are leading the NFC East with oh, a 5-4 record. Right Giants. Uh, Minnesota and the Falcons, 6-2, six 6-3, and six and have the other two wildcard spots. And then sitting on the outside looking in, as we discussed, is St. Louis the and Seattle. Bad, man. The Falcons are super up and down. Also, Matt Ryan just cannot play it outside of a dome. They look bad. Yeah. They look bad sometimes. They look bad, definitely. But you got St. Louis at 4-4 four and four and Seattle at 4-4 uh, at four and four also um, on the outside looking in. I but, mean, uh, that's what Jeff, Jeff Fisher is going to do what Jeff Fisher does. He's going to finish 8-8. Eight and eight. He's going to find a way to. Yeah. <laughs> it's just going to happen that way. And that's what Jeff Fisher does. And speaking of 8-8, eight and eight, <laughs> sitting at a... At number ten. Oh, you want to talk about the heartstrings right here, real quick? We, 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 let's talk about the heartstrings because we haven't really we haven't talked much about them in the last couple of weeks. But well, uh, I think it's safe to say the legend of Man Campbell is officially over. I think we should. It's kind of rest dead. in peace. Now I understand I'm going to sound like a super homer here, mm-hmm. but a lot of teams would get embarrassed on Thursday night at Foxborough. That's just what's going to happen at Gillette Stadium, a division game. The Patriots are always good there, and that was. No, that was two weeks ago. It yeah, was. No, it was two weeks, two weeks ago, ago on Thursday night, but that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, okay. Just listen to me because, you know, the Man Campbell era started with the, the blowout uh, uh, at Tennessee against the Titans. Mm-hmm. And then at home against the Texans, they put up 41 points in the first half. And we were looking good. It was awesome. Yeah, I remember we, we were sang feeling the song. Good, we sang right? the song. Oh, that was the God. most excited we've been here in We were years. feeling so good. It was like Chad Pennington was back in the house. Oh, God. Oh, Chad that Wildcat <laughs> offense. That was so equally good. as exciting so as this. I was ready to go. I was ready to go. Okay, so I would argue that a lot of teams lose that game. Maybe, okay, maybe they shouldn't yeah, have looked that, as bad that, as they that, did, but a lot of teams looked at game, lose that game on Thursday night on the road at Foxborough against this Patriots team. On a short week, which too, is after high the week right? before. I, I'll give them that. I would also argue, maybe not the way that they did. <laughs> maybe not the way that they did. And this is why I'm saying that I might sound like a super homer right now. But I would also argue that a lot of teams lose that game at Buffalo. Listen to me. Just listen to me for a second. The Dolphins had a chance here for a little bit because it was 19-14 and they had the ball. Mm -hmm. But at Buffalo, after Buffalo had a bye week, a lot of teams would lose that game. You understand? I just don't think... That but we had a long we had a long all, layoff to prepare for that and we look didn't. I'm not writing Man Campbell's eulogy is what I'm saying to you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People so just want to completely No, no, I'm not holding on hope. It's just people completely want to say and he did make some mistakes during that game. And some of them were some of them were time management. They were not good. The time management, right? Uh, some of the play choices, but not accepting that penalty. I just think that these these two losses while not completely, are somewhat justifiable. It's, you know, with, with Matt Campbell, it, it was exciting the first two weeks. In the third week, you gave an excuse, but it's been a month. We got a good sample size. We're 2-2 two and two in, the the, bigger, in, the, in the MC well, era. I mean, that's who the Dolphins but, are. They're a 500 team. They always But are. you can't help but feel like, obviously, this guy's not going to keep the job. And, and that whole list that we had for him, wanting to, for, for us wanting to keep that, or wanting to keep him as a coach, that's gone. Because when you look at it, the more and more we watch this guy play now in real NFL situations, other than those two easy games at the beginning, when you actually see him making hard decisions and trying to to, know, to, to put tough. his coaching on it. Because remember, in NFL, more than in any other sport, that's what, they're the highest paid coaches for a reason. Their influence is strong. But it, out there, he looks like like if, like if this is a Fisher Price team and it's his first NFL gig and he's like he's trying to figure it out. Dude. But it's okay. I'll make mistakes. Oh, well, and they do. They make even Andy yeah. like Andy reads the book on him. His entire career has been 
that uh, in the minutia, the things like time management and that kind of shit, I he love makes some word. errors. He doesn't really know minutia. Minutia, I love like that, that word. Minutia. He doesn't really know when to use his timeouts. <laughs> he has some problems with the time management. He hates yeah. Donovan McNabb. I mean, you know, yeah, whatever. You know. But, but uh, the, the bigger issue here is the injuries that they've taken. Mm-hmm. We had four guys carted off the field. Yeah. Or the Dolphins did. They had four guys carted off the field that Thursday night game against New England. And they just looked... They looked bad. They looked incompetent on offense this past week. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill is giving you less and less hope that he is that franchise guy that we all want him desperately to be. No, but he's worth he's 95 just, million. He, well, he's going to be that. He's going to be that two-faced dude who's just going to show up one week if his guys, if everything goes right around him. He's going to throw four touchdowns. I mean, you can see that. At, you can you can say that for anybody in yeah. football, though, right? Yep. Like, Geno Smith threw three touchdowns against us last that, season. That's what you know? I'm saying. You can say that for anybody. All of a sudden, you know. I, I don't give a shit. Whoever you want to pick, Josh Freeman can come back into this league and look Dude, pretty I, good if things go right for him. I'd trade the house. I'd trade everything for for a good I'd, for Derek Carr. I'd take Derek Carr. For I know you like Derek Carr. I love a lot. that guy. I think he, I, I've I've been high on him since last since he came into the draft. I there was some pre. You've been uh, high on him since David Carr. Since, since actually, you know, believe it or not, the the the, the thing that turned you me like David Carr, didn't you? No, I didn't like David he was Carr. A pretty boy, he was a quarterback. No, no, no I didn't like David Carr at all. I didn't like David Carr at all. But I but uh but before the draft. There was an interview that I heard with David Carr. I can't remember on what radio station it was, but it was an interview with him, and he said, he's like, look, I don't want to sound like I'm a homer like this. That's my brother, but he is the best guy coming out of the draft. So he was talking about it when nobody else was. It just kind of opened my eyes to it. I started looking into it, and the proof is in the pudding, bro. The proof is in the pudding, man. He's what been, are you he's talking been doing about? It. He's been doing, bro. Oh, you looked at his numbers? He's yeah, doing I looked it. at his numbers last season it. also. No, last season, of course, you were, the expectation was low. He, was, he, he beat out... Um, was it? Was Matt McGloin? No. Terrell uh, Shaw. Shaw. Matt Shaw. Going oh, well, into last season. Hey, but going into last season. Where's Matt Shaw now? Edwin? Who knows? Exactly. But um, but going into last season, though, he was the guy that, that was supposed to be the starter, and he beat him out. A guy who was, uh, I forget what round he was drafted in. Uh, was it second or third round? Derek Carr? Derek Carr. I believe it was second or third. But hey, 19 touchdowns, four t- uh, only four picks this season, and a little over 2,000 yards. He's he's. Would you not take that on the Dolphins right now? No, I would take That's Derek Carr. I would yeah. take Derek Carr, as a, and you know why I would take Derek Carr? Because I fear that we've seen all Ryan Tannehill is going to exactly. be. Exactly. The, the ceiling the is... We've For so long, we've ceiling. been like, okay, well, he's progressing every season, which he was, steadily. Mm-hmm. Uh, slowly, but steadily, he was progressing every season. And we've hit I that. feel like we might have hit a ceiling. I don't know that we have. I feel like we've hit The fact hard. that we might have scares me a whole lot. Because if this is the quarterback that I'm going to have to handle, and the problem is that he is so Dolphins. The Dolphins are 8-8. Eight and eight. Yeah. The Dolphins are 500. That's what they do. They don't get a high draft pick because they're too good. They don't get into the playoffs because they're too bad. It's just... This we guy suck. is so Dolphins. We suck Ryan at sucking. Ryan Tanner is so Dolphins. He's going... Yeah. We, we suck. suck at sucking. We suck at sucking. We, we couldn't suck for luck. We couldn't we suck get, for luck. Yeah, we, we couldn't do anything. So we ended up with the 8th overall pick and take Ryan Tannehill. And now this guy is the epitome of what the Dolphins are. Exactly. He's going to give you some wins on a Sunday. He's going to give you some bad wins. You can't really count on him. He's going to look good. He's going to look bad. This dude is so Dolphins. And I just don't want to watch that game anymore for the I last... The one I've been watching for the last decade. Man. I don't want to watch that game anymore. Man, just, I want something exciting. So that's why it, at where the Dolphins are at right now... <clears throat> I was so high on this receiving core coming into the season. And they haven't figured out a way to get their first overall pick... Or their first round pick into the on the field. But he's had some issues with, uh, with injuries. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Cameron... 
Greg Jennings. Where's Greg Jennings? Been? Uh, that guy's dropping ball right? somewhere. Kenny Stills was supposed to be the deep ball guy. I haven't even seen Devontae. I don't even know what number Devontae Parker wears because I haven't seen him on the field yet. It's 11. They gave him Mike Wallace's <laughs> number out of spite. But So the problem is that this receiving core was supposed to do something, and Ryan Tannehill has completely fallen in love with Jarvis Landry and Rashard Matthews, and nothing has come of it. It's just looked really bad. We lose our right tackle, and uh, the, the guy who replaced him, Jason Fox, is completely... Yeah. Uh, he, I don't. I'm not sure that guy's no, an NFL we, player. Dude, but we look dull on everything. Like you said, it just it, bad. our expectations. Bad. Even when we th- there's nothing that we do good. I mean, this guy's not worth the money. We we hit the same dude. We're Shaq walking into like some tiny into one of those tiny houses. That's where we are with Tannehill, dude. What's He's just right? just walking we're, in with the Nick. We've that? hit that ceiling, bro. There's nothing to expect, bro. We're just out of place. We need to move on. Blow it up. Start it over again. <sighs> That's me. I just. But you know what we're gonna do? Well, this the week? problem is, and this is this is why I'm saying that Ryan Tannehill sold 500. He's still probably about the 15th best quarterback. Yeah. Like whatever the middle ground is for quarterbacks, that's where Ryan Tannehill. Dude, we're, we're three and five. We play at Philly this week. Conventional wisdom says we're gonna get beat by Philly, but in typical Dolphin, Dolphin fashion, wisdom says, Dolphin wisdom says we're gonna suck at sucking. So we're probably gonna win. Go to four and five and continue to pull and away from a better draft. Like the Ravens yeah. who suck. So yeah. So that um, that'll be that. So as far as uh, NFL goes, it's, God damn it. it's just, God, it's disappointing once again. It was such a nice show a couple of weeks ago when we were singing the songs and getting excited. And now it's just like, ugh. The Dolphins just get you to hate being a Dolphins fan. Yeah, dude. I, I really, if I could, you know what? I wish I could switch teams, but I can't. <laughs> just, no, you can't be. Uh, oh, yeah, of course you can switch teams. No, Look no, at me, dude. I can't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you can't really. Yeah. Will you ever enjoy it if... Some other team wins. No. Dude, I enjoyed last year when the Patriots won. So, nah, the I'm not even going to lie. The jubilation yeah, I ever feel like the Dolphins ever did anything. Eh, I'll take it. No, man. I'll take it. It's just, but, um, just like a team, I, I like, I, I'm trying to get more into soccer, right? Yeah. And a few of my friends have gotten me, like, you're a big Chelsea fan. Yes, so, sir. that's the team I follow in the Premier League. Gus is a big Barcelona fan. That's the team I follow in the uh, in La Liga. What's like that? But, and Barcelona <laughs> wins all the time. And Chelsea won the Premier League last season. Yeah, Barcelona this season. had an amazing season. They won the treble. You like that? But... Even though I say I like those teams and those are the teams that I follow as I get more into soccer, yeah. it's just not a big deal to me when they win. I don't feel it the way that I did when no. the Heat won, when the Marlins won, Absolutely. or if the Dolphins would win. And, and that's how it was years I, ago before I so became more into soccer. That's you know? why I'm forced to be a Dolphins fan because I can't invest in any other team. I got you. There's, hey. there's nothing I can do about it. And that's I'm going to have to take Jeffrey Loria. I'm going to have to take Ryan Daniel. <laughs> this is what happens here. I feel sorry for you, man. Go Raiders. Um, oh, God. So thank God I'm a Heat fan. I mean, thank the Lord that he's the, the only Heat. good thing we have here. But you know, I do want to do a little more soccer talk one of these days. Uh, maybe we'll get some in today. But um, but let's take a Absolutely let's take a not. second right now to uh, to remind everybody that once again we are on social media. We are on fi- uh, like us on Facebook, Lemon City Live, uh, Twitter, Instagram, same thing at Lemon City Live. Uh, check us out after you listen to the show because we're going to be posting pictures of our new fresh Trunks gear. Hell yeah. We look so sweet. I'm telling you, bro. I, as Appreciate I was, that. Trunkslife.com. The shit. Was, the shit. As I was walking around all day today with my shirt, I felt stronger. People were looking at me and they're just reading because it just says muscle. I don't think that's why they were looking at you. They were totally looking they at me. They were looking at you because of the ironing. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Hosmer. I was looking good, bro. I was feeling nice. But, um, all right, so let's transition. You might as well have worn a shirt that says I'm black. That's why they were looking at you. <laughs> So, because of the irony. Let's, uh, let's, well, my shirt is black, but anyway. Uh, so let's transition from NFL to a little college football. Rankings were released yesterday. They were. And, college football playoffs. And the new top four. Once again, we'd like to thank Condoleezza Rice. Condoleezza Rice. That's my girl. Hashtag. Um, <laughs> hashtag Condoleezza. Hashtag but, uh, thank you, Condoleezza. Thank you. <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's get that trending. And uh, so, college football rankings released. Uh, there, was a, there was a change from last week. We have Clemson still at number one, but Alabama jumps up to number two after the impressive that victory. Was an impressive, Dude. impressive win. They fucking handled LSU. Dude, man. they handled the guy who had not gotten less than 150 yards rushing Leonard all season. Fournette. He looked, and he had 19 carries. It wasn't like he wasn't he getting the damn ball. Damn near human. 19 carries, 31 yards, oh. and the was the the Henry kid from Alabama. Yeah. He ended mm-hmm. up rushing for over 200 yards. Yeah. Like it was the complete opposite well, of what you were expecting. Well, the problem is that uh, Nick Saban did what Nick Saban does. He won the trenches. Yeah. He won the, the battle of the uh, of the lines. He won the defensive line. He won with his old line. That's what he does, and that's how he recruits. Yeah. By the way, we've been talking about this for years. Miami's been focusing on all these fast dudes that they find down here in South Florida. While Nick Saban's yeah, like, no, 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 yeah. give me the three hundred and fifty pound fucking uh, uh, left tackle, China yeah. wall of a man. Yep. So that's what he does. He won the Battle of the Trenches, and because of it, he was able to stop Leonard Fournette, and he was able to impose his running game on LSU. Yeah, but it's just crazy you think, to, to think how dominant Fournette was going into this, into this game, bro. They and tried he was, to make them throw, and they couldn't. Aside mm-hmm. from one really nice throw into the end zone yeah. that got FSU that, uh, LSU, LSU that touchdown, yeah. they just couldn't get anything going. But, man, it's just it's that Fournette kid. I mean, it's just it, to me, that's the most amazing storyline of the whole game. It's yeah, just, we've been talking about this kid, even though he has... He what, should go pro. He still has another year. year. Yeah. Yeah, he still has another year of eligibility. And he we're has talking to about play. this kid as an NFL player now. Alabama and, fucking... Dude, they housed him. Housed him, housed him, housed him, housed him. This is what Alabama does. This is why that loss to Ole Miss was so confusing to yeah. me. And at I, Tuscaloosa. Yeah, and I would understand if there was a, if, if it was like, oh, he got hurt or he didn't get enough carries or the, they, they shut down the run early uh-huh. so they were forced to pass. No, dude, he had 19 carries, which is a lot in college, man. 19 carries and 31 yards and just not More than factor. half of that was in the fourth quarter yeah. after this game was already kind and, of out of reach. And not, nothing, dude. He they couldn't even get any garbage time. Yeah. So Alabama's number two. Ohio State uh, stays at number three. And Notre Dame is now your new number four. Coming into, getting into the uh, top four after being uh, out. Uh, uh, Notre um, Dame, Gus. Uh, Notre Dame. Uh, uh, fuck you, Notre <laughs> I figured you want to throw them in the pit. God. Oh, yes. Yes, please. Notre Dame. Sorry, Rudy. Everything. Manti Teo and his imaginary girlfriend. You want to throw, 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 throw all of that in the pit. What about Rudy? Oh, no. Oh, no, Rudy. Rudy was offside. Okay. Throw it in the pit. Throw it in the pit. <laughs> That's the best one I've seen. Rudy was outside. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so, so you got uh, Rudy, Golick, and New Holt. They're all in, uh, and holding steady at number four, which they're, hey, they got a good, they got a good record, man. They've been, they've been putting it up. Yeah, they've been, they've okay, been doing it, and I heard the, uh, I heard the argument, like, a lot of people were really after Oklahoma State's, uh, impressive win over TCU, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people were putting them in the top four. I also heard the argument, which we have heard it for the past couple of weeks now, for Baylor, right? Yeah. But, well, it was Notre Dame. We all knew who the top three teams were going to be. Clemson was going to keep it, right? Yeah. Especially after they beat LSU to win the Atlantic. By the way, they've already won the Atlantic. Yeah. I mean, what are we, uh, is it eight games in, right? We're eight games in, set a nine? For who? No, uh, the, in the football schedule. What's Clemson's record? Clemson, nine and no. Yeah, we're nine, nine and no. Okay, yeah. so we're nine games in, and they've already won the Atlantic. Yeah. And... They did it, uh, well, I mean, it wasn't like they blew out FSU, but FSU is a good team. Yeah. By the way, that's kind of interesting as well. FSU remains ranked 16th, mm-hmm. even though they lost. Uh, they remain ranked 16th. Yeah. They were 16th last week. They remain yeah. 16th, even though they lost. That's how much this committee, that's how this committee feels about Clemson. Yeah, Clemson. They really think they're that good. There's no shame in losing, especially 23 to 13. Yeah. That's not a terrible loss. No, it wasn't a terrible loss. a Clemson loss. team that looks very impressive. I can think of a worse loss, 58 to nothing. Oh, no, <laughs> We're not talking. Uh, sorry, sorry. We're not talking. No, today, except no. Mario Cristobal save us. But 
But yeah, anybody save us. But then, but look at this. This is interesting because the the strength of schedule for Notre Dame is 12th in the country right now, and Alabama clear number one. Oh shit! Clemson man. though is 19. Their schedule is brutal. Clemson's like they're down. about to go into Mississippi State to take on Dak, uh, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. Yeah. I like that name. That's Dak. crazy, huh? Dak. What, uh, and uh, Mississippi State is actually ranked like 17th, is it? 17th, right behind. <laughs> no, no, yeah, right behind uh, Florida State. And then, uh, but TCU, man, they dropped all the way back to 15th oh, after Oklahoma that. Oklahoma State handled them. They there you go. Oklahoma State came in and said, hey, everybody's talking TCU. Everybody thinks Baylor. Everybody thinks all these other teams, but they forgot one, about them. I mean, even even after everything you mentioned, yeah. I just believe that there was one of the biggest disappointments I've ever seen in my lifetime, mm-hmm. and that is the clear favorite to win the national championship this year, Gus's Memphis. Oh. They got handled by David. Handled, bro. I mean, what hey. happened, they, uh, Memphis? No, no, it was a close. It was a close blowout. You uh, know, <laughs> it was a close blowout. A close blowout. Well, they were so they, close. They, they, they got robbed. They, they, they got, got robbed. They got national robbed. Title shot. You know, yeah. my boys at Navy. It was so close. My, so close. my boys at Navy yeah. came through and uh, anchors away. Anchors they, away. They, they uh, Derek Rose did, man. They Derek Rose did. Uh, but no, Memphis drops all the no, way down to twenty. Derek Rose is close. Okay. Derek Rose got the championship game. Mario Chalmers, dude. There, I'm, I'm talking about Derrick Rose in the NCAA tournament. Yes, yeah. that's exactly what we're he talking about. He lost to Mario Chalmers. Okay. He lost to Mario Chalmers on a oh, last-minute right. desperation three. Yeah, but they Derrick got the championship. Memphis got blown out. Blowed out. Blowed out by David. Shout out to the pair. I'm but, uh, the pair. but uh, hey, look. LSU drops all the way down to ninth. Oklahoma State jumps up to eighth. Um, so they're right there on the, uh, on the door knocking. And, and Baylor and Iowa at 9-0. Iowa. Iowa's, Iowa. bro, dude, I don't like him. I'm sorry. I, you know what Iowa stands for? Somebody, a guy from Iowa told me this once. Hit me. I owe the world an apology. Okay. <laughs> but uh, Iowa, they also told me there's no tall buildings in Iowa because then the suicide rate would go up or something like that. <laughs> uh, this is coming straight from an That's Iowa, good. a person from Iowa who told me these things. But, man, I just got I was Hawkeyes. watching the new 30 for 30 the other day, and uh, all the, the Colorado guys, were yeah. uh, they were blasting on Nebraska. Yeah. You remember that? It's, uh, like, uh, it's like, oh, you know what the N in Nebraska stands for? Knowledge. Knowledge. <laughs> 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 pretty good. I like that one. I like that one. But, uh, but yeah, Iowa sits at five, and if if – because they still, the rest of their schedule is 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 anemic, bro. It's, it's nothing, bro. Look at this. They Iowa, have Minnesota, which is in Purdue. No, and, it's completely. And the only game that they could win is at Nebraska. Or they could lose is at Nebraska before they would play Ohio State yeah, the in the is like Nebraska, in the Big Ten championship. Game. And I know they just beat Michigan State, and Michigan State, no doubt, has been impressive. But Michigan State lucked out at the end of the game uh, to beat Michigan, so they should have already had one loss as it was. Yep. And they lose to Nebraska, like a team I know, in Miami. Yeah, like. Miami, I'm a Canes fan, and I know how much we suck. Like, Miami was blowing out Nebraska until the fourth quarter, which we, we Al Golden just in. decided to lead Nebraska's comeback. Yeah. But like, this Nebraska team is far from impressive. No, it's not. Right? It's not they, lose, uh, they lost a running game when they lost uh, my boy Amir Abdullah to Amir the NFL. Abdullah. Right? So they have that Armstrong kid who's a good quarterback, but he's yeah. up and down. And Nebraska is not an impressive team. And they, I mean, like this is, and this is the problem. And it's the same thing with Memphis, right? Like, you expect good teams to handle these games. Yeah. Now, anybody can uh, win a close one or even lose a close one, but you expect good teams to handle this game, especially if they're going to be championship worthy. Yeah, and then you have uh, Baylor at the sixth spot there at 8 0. But this is where the, you know, and Baylor, all the all the people making the case for Baylor saying, oh, you know, they're getting respect, they're getting leave this. This is where the season starts. Up till now, they yes. haven't played anybody. Their November's rough. Awful, awful. But their next three games, Oklahoma, TCU and uh, Oklahoma State, which yeah. obviously Oklahoma yeah. State already That's beat. Uh, for real. That's for uh, real. Beat, uh, BTS, Oklahoma State here. They're yeah. seven, they're, uh, they only have one loss. They it was an ugly one. one. It, it was, was an ugly one to Texas. Yep. Super but, ugly. 
But uh, but this week, Baylor starts proving it with their backup quarterback as their star quarterback. I forget his name. He got a, you know, broken collarbone after the season. And uh, now Baylor really has a lot. But that offense is nice to watch, man. That's like a... Speaking of backup quarterbacks, J.T. Barrett is going to start. Yeah. J.T. Barrett is going to start this weekend. Man, was... Urban Myers is down with the criminals. Dude, he's just... He just doesn't care. And whatever. I mean, the guy DUI, got caught. No problem, yeah, man. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like, anybody can get caught. <laughs> anybody can get caught driving after a couple drinks. Yeah. But... Cardell Jones, right? He gives him the starting job before the season. All of a sudden, JT Barrett is suspended. Uh, what was it? One game? Well, mm-hmm. One game suspension? Oh. And as soon as he gets back in, sure enough, Urban Meyer. Enough. I mean, he's like, fuck it. It's like, it's what's good. a DUI when you've had a murderer on your team? <laughs> like a serial killer. Urban Meyer's like, this is fucking petty theft. Dude, they're gators, bro, Kylie. But no, hey, but seriously, Cardell Jones, man, we were talking, or, you know, he had the announcement. Is he going to go pro after one year, this and that? And dude, I'm afraid of Cardell Jones the same way that. Uh, it was, it's like EJ Manuel to me all over again. Yeah. And I don't, I, you know, it's like everybody says he, that EJ Manuel, EJ Manuel was a first round pick to yeah, the Yeah, but was he and EJ he Manuel, as big as Cardell? Well, well, I don't think he was, so. He was picked as, as a Heisman candidate for, for, um, for FSU. Yeah. The thing is, EJ Manuel walks into a room and he looks like a quarterback. Yeah. He's impressive because he looks the part physically. Mm-hmm. He talks the part Ooh. because he's a, yeah, he's an intelligent guy. Well, EJ Manuel is prototypical and he... You know, on the field, we always talk about in baseball, the 5 o'clock hero, right? Yeah. The, the guy looks great in batting practice, but during the game, that's EJ Manuel. He can yeah. make the throws in practice, and he looks decent. He can learn the shit out of the playbook. And that's, like, there's something to be said about the actual execution, right? Yeah. And uh, Cardell Jones seems to lack some of it. And I understand that he's still an NFL talent, but, I mean, you got to be able to win the games, right? Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. And, then, and, and The only also- thing that counts... And also looking at it, there's six teams from the Big Ten are in the top 25, which I found interesting. That's considering everybody talks about the SEC oh. and, you know, it's downplaying and everything. But, oh, hey, they're, they're represented UNC, now. UNC finally got some love. Man, they put up 66 points last week. Yeah. UNC finally got some points. They got into the top 20. My Canes are going to try to go into UNC to see if they have a shot at the Atlantic here. How bad is the beatdown going to be? Or at the Coastal, I'm sorry. How bad is it going to be? Bro? Oh, my God. It's going to be so fucking bad. I don't know. Uh, but here's the other... It's the, crazy, right? Like Tar Heels... The Tar Heels and, it's a basketball and the Blue school, Devils. Dude. It's a like basketball both of them are basketball school, schools, man. and they've dominated the coastal. How are they now. killing it, man? Oh, it's, it's, we're bro. in a basketball conference. It's, That's it how is. bad the Canes are. It is. They and haven't won an win. ACC title since switching since over from the, the Big switch, East man. in a basketball That's conference. It's, it's been bad. It's, it's embarrassing. Bad it's embarrassing. I don't want to talk about the fun games anymore. Canes are pretty sorry, bro. They make us sad. They make us cry. Yeah. And uh, but you know what though? One I think la- that's it for college football. Well, one last thing though. I wanted to I wanted to look something up here, and it's in. The, the four versus 18 playoff conversation. Everybody has talked about the whole 18 thing, but it's much tougher to pick eight teams than it is to pick four. And, and here's, here's, here's my argument against the 18, because looking at the final standings of last year, which I like, I've always, I never even liked the BCS. Well, I liked the BCS, but I never wanted to play off. I was the guy that said, to me, the regular season mattered. You know, I, I, I like the undefeated. But here's looking at last year's final four, the, you know, when it was Alabama, Oregon, Florida State, and Ohio State that snuck in at the last, uh, at the last with one loss. Yeah. Um, the next four out, which would have been four in had we doing eight teams, would have been a Baylor TCU with one loss. But then there's Mississippi State and Michigan State with two losses. Yeah. But then, if you have eight teams, then you got to make an argument for team nine and ten. The and problem. these are yeah. the teams that were nine and ten: Ole Miss and Arizona with three yeah. losses. That you can have a three-loss team potentially going in and beating an undefeated that's, team for the national championship. That's the problem. That's, that's the problem. Mean, and this is football. Anybody yeah. like Alabama can put up a stinker right against yeah. Ole Miss, and this happens. Exactly. Alabama might be the best team in the nation that just had one and, bad Saturday. And to me, this shit happens. And to me, that can't happen. I, no, I, man, I, I, I think, like it at four. I think you still keep. I think the you best stick with team. the top four. I kind of like that they uh, they have humans now instead of computers, right? These guys take everything into consideration. Condoleezza. Oh my girl, Rice. 
But <laughs> I just, uh, yeah, I think I think you keep it at four. I think I, it's just I, the easier way to go about it. I don't even uh, want to expand to six because then once you start expanding, it's just never going to stop. Like, Next year it's a 60-14 playoff. What, and it's it, basketball. it would be like six and give uh, the teams a bye week? Yeah, yeah, like that? No, 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 no. Look, no, college no. football is fundamentally flawed because these teams are making up their own schedules, for God's sake. Yeah. They all play in different divisions. They have different kids. You got you the Notre Dames that don't play in a conference. never know what the hell's going on and like, yeah, Notre all Dame, these crazy Notre, endings and all this shit. So Notre Dame all imperfect. Notre Dame wins out, that means they're taking a spot in the top four for sure. And that means and that they the don't five, even have to play a fucking championship and game. And out of the five power conferences, two of them are going to be out of the playoffs. Yep. So that's a, that's an interesting storyline that it's we'll get to but when we you get know, there. I guess four is like, it's, it's the best we've got for now and I'll take it. Yeah. Let like me ask you guys, out of, out of all the teams that have a realistic shot at the playoffs, who would you like to win the national championship? To win? To win. Fuck any of them. I, I hate the Buckeyes. I hate <laughs> Alabama. You know? Yeah, like, I hate Notre Dame. There's really nothing Fuck all right now that I would so get pick remotely one, excited. No, I'm not picking any of them. Uh, to be honest <laughs> with you, I, I don't like Clemson. I, I'm sorry. I don't like Clemson. It's an ACC bias. Oh, you don't like your boy Dabble Sweeney's uh, when he whips it oh. with the team? Have you seen Ooh, it? No, I don't B-Y-O-G. like that. BYOG. 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 I definitely don't like Alabama, Ohio State, and Notre Dame. It's, this no, is no. like for a, for a Canes fan, there's just this oh, no. top four is, is repulsive. This is the in worst. Every, in every, <laughs> yeah, it makes in every throw sense. Up. You don't have to choose from the top four. But I mean, the top eight have a reason. Honestly, I, I guess I'd favor more of the Big 12 teams. If a, if a Baylor or a TCU snuck back in there or an Oklahoma State what? made a run, that would be that would be something that I would go for. Um, LSU, I would like to see Fournette get back in there, but then again, I've always hated LSU, and all those LSU fans out there know that. So yeah, I'm kind of happy that they lost too. But it's it's a no win. There's really nothing. I, I don't have a team. I was kind of pulling for Michigan. Well, LSU is not going to get no, back into. No, I was going for Michigan um, before the Michigan State loss. I thought that would be an interesting storyline. Yep. I like the Wolverines, the the history and stuff, and it, I was unbiased towards them. I don't have any bad feelings. It's not like Ohio yep. State. Um, so I guess more because they're the rivals of Ohio State. Well, I would have gone for them, but I, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of interested to see how far Oklahoma State can take this. But yeah. you know, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I'll stick with them. I, I mean, maybe whatever. Like, no, I don't care. I I'll don't stick care with who the wins because <laughs> I don't want any of them to win. All right, so but whatever. I think that's enough football for one. Day. Yeah, I think we got enough football, but uh, we can still get a little basketball talk here. Yeah, um, we didn't get any last week, but uh, we're gonna do some now. And uh, oh, you know, start off with the home team, which is actually represent. Man, they're the only thing keeping us happy down here, in Miami, in the midst of all this bad football, uh, midst of all this bad football and baseball and every other sport that we got down here. But the the Heat are doing it, man. They're playing good. They're playing. Uh, they're playing solid. The second team looks good. We're playing defense. We're we're looking deep. We're looking. The guys. Bosch looks healthy, bro. Bosch, Bosch looks, looks good. good. He's got Whiteside. like a double double every single night. Whiteside is looking good. Whiteside is a gem, man. I, I Wade is looking younger, bro. Like yeah. it's 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 really clicking. It's coming along nicely. Yeah, they look a lot better. Yeah. Uh, they look like they have one of the better uh, draft picks. Yeah. Right. And Justice Winslow. The oh, guy's nineteen, but he certainly doesn't look it. Wait, Gus, what's his plus said, minus? His Gus wants plus, to get it out. Gus. He's top ten plus minus in the league right now. The yep. guy is crazy. Man, and he's just a rookie. Like he's playing the entire fourth quarter, and he's guarding the be- the other team's best perimeter player. But they're just trusting him that much. With all those minutes, he's getting at least thirty minutes a game. He is that good, and his defense is a physical one. He's physically imposing. Yeah. And at nineteen, you're not supposed to do that. This the most guy was mature in the eighth grade a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> the hell is going on here? Yeah, this is the he most was mature. born a few months before Kobe played his first NBA game. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He, he's definitely and yesterday we, most mature 19-year-old we've seen in a long yeah, time. Yeah, in a long time. But, but here's the thing. like Yesterday the Lakers come into the AAA, and Kobe didn't play, but D'Angelo Russell did. The second overall pick in the draft, and the guy's struggling. Yeah. He looks like it's just 
he's still trying to figure it out. I don't. I. I. Th- I, I, I yeah, like I know that, that you wanted you, them to take Jaleel. I, I wanted them to take Jaleel before. I don't. I don't like Russell. I don't like his style. I, it just hasn't translated. He was supposed I think, to be the guy to replace Kobe. I think. I think. But he's a. But he's a point guard. You know, he's a shooting point he's guard. A guard, a perimeter but, player. Yeah, but he's the supposed to be with, the exciting guy. I feel like you can. When you go high in the draft for a point guard, I feel like you strike out more than you hit. You know what I'm saying? You look at the guys that are that are the top if point you, guards. They're good, but you also find a lot of is guys. Is there a that harder position get... to transition from college football? It's I mean, from college from basketball into the the NBA. Exactly. That's why you got to take your. You, I think the safer bet for the Lakers was uh, Jalover. He was the most polished big man we've seen. That yep. comes from a good system with Shashevsky down at Duke. Yep. He he had everything to be. He should have been number one, or even the the kid from Minnesota. Right, yeah, those were solid uh, top one and two picks. Yeah, I thought the the Lakers reached, and they're paying for it. And it's and it's unfortunate to see Kobe. Like this, man. It's just when you see your that superstars, your heroes. Fight, yeah, that team bro. looks bad. Dude, Whiteside made Hibbert his bitch the whole game, dude. It was just bad, man. Did you see our boy Tyler Johnson cross over this guy? Bumpy Johnson, bro? <laughs> Bumpy, Bumpy Johnson, bro. I don't know. That yeah, dude that's, is just... That's just mean. Like, what do they call him, man? They, his own teammates. The, the old teammates call him Bumpy, bro. He's got a little know, acne. It's, it's, leave the guy alone. Leave the guy alone, right? but... You see what he said? I mean, he's not done with puberty, bro. People were like... Yeah, people said that... He, uh, somebody asked hops. him. Somebody asked him if he was like yeah. insulted that people were surprised when he got his hops or whatever. He's like, oh, it's because they think I'm white. I was like, motherfucker, you are white. What are you talking about? He said he was mixed or something like that. Like mixed with what? <laughs> Negative, bro. Mixed with some Nikes. But yeah. let me tell you, the guy is great. But you know, we let's take a moment of, of silence here, bro, for our fallen, our fallen veterans, man. Today, man. Mario Chalmers, man. It's kind of oh. sad. I'm kind of sad that he's gone, bro. You know, like, yeah. as much as he drove us nuts. I've tried to have this conversation with you for a while. Is, has there ever been a more frustrating athlete in South Florida? Uh, yeah, Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> That's the thing. He's not frustrating. Like, but Chalmers, Ryan man, Tannehill is Dolphins. Chalmers is like your little brother that's on the team, man. You saw his relationship. How you always get yelled, yelled at by Bosch. Oh, we got choked out by LeBron. Choked Dude, out. To get Chris Bosch to yell at you, you got to be on some shit. Yeah, Chris Bosch is like the nicest guy anybody knows. Exactly, but it's it's still, it's kind of sad. Like, you, you, we all, we're all expecting it. We all wanted it to happen. But then as soon as it happened, it just kind of made me sad. Bro. I'm just being honest, man. Like, as a, as a Heat fan, I'm just like, man. He's the starting point guard. And uh, Mario Chalmers has had an interesting career because... The guy might not. He was drafted what thirty fourth overall, I believe. Yeah, and we so. traded for him we on draft day. But I mean, if he doesn't make that shot at the end of the Memphis game, that guy might not be drafted at all. Mario no, Chalmers. no, he was he was he was highly touted. He was he had a respectable college I, career. I he was going to get drafted. I think that that, that three really did help yeah. because that he does. was a second round pick as it was, and uh, he didn't start off right. He didn't start out right away for us, right? Like uh, Carlos Arroyo was in his way. That was that year that we traded for Mike Bibby. No, no, but remember he that? was already there before. Oh, yeah. Remember, because he was there from the year before LeBron got there. Because cool. he was the original number six and gave up his number. No, I know, to I know, but I'm saying he didn't start right away. Now yeah. he was the starting point guard for the most part for that four year run with yeah. LeBron and the big three. Mm-hmm. So we are going to miss him a little bit, but he he's he's always been that frustrating guy. He has. He's got some defense that he can give you, and he's got like a night where he got those ten threes, or he'll give uh, you a certain play. He's got delusional confidence uh-huh. and. There are some nights where you see, instead of Mario, it's like bad uh, Wario. You know, you see Wario yeah, out there. But exactly. Just, he looks, he's a frustrating I'm just, guy. I'm just a little worried, I'm man. I'm, just, I'm, I'm a paranoid guy, so I uh, I fear that... You don't want to mess with the juju? I, I, I just, I hope Bumpy is as good as advertised. Bumpy Johnson? 
I hope he's as good as advertised, and I hope Dragic doesn't we get hurt. We found him in the D League, man. I, I just hope Dragic doesn't get hurt because then we're we're banking yeah. on on Bumpy, you know, and we don't have that that safety net of Chalmers who's been there and can yeah. carry. And I hope it's not another Norris Cole situation where Norris Cole. Remember when Norris Cole got here? Ice Cole. Oh, everybody yeah. was all on that Cole train. My friend wanted the jersey. He was like, oh, "I was yeah. the man," but he never surpassed Chalmers. Chalmers ended. I mean, Norris Cole is gone. You know what I mean? So hopefully well, there was a reason why Norris yeah. Cole. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. Like I'm actually happy that we well. got. He tried to inbound the ball and then you know just threw it out of bounds. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> No, but I, I, I like uh, I do. I, mean, I am happy they got rid of big game James Ennis because James Ennis because that guy that guy just had that one yeah. dunk opening night last season. Zero and then hands. I got no highlights. Zero for hands. Him. Yeah. Zero, Zero hands. Zero, that guy Zero. just can't figure out how to dribble a basketball. But um, but yeah, in, in other NBA news, bro. The, the oh Daryl Green. The way before we move off the Heat, this has yeah. been kind of an interesting thing with Daryl Green. He started off the season as a possible six man candidate, six man of the year. Uh, the Heat were really high on him. The guy can jump out of the gym. He was going to be the first guy off the bench. And all of a sudden, like, he just disappears for a little bit. And we start hearing weird stories from TMZ, like some sort of altercation that went down in his neighborhood. He was, like, screaming in his lobby or allegedly. I heard, he, I heard, heard, I heard the, the latest I heard from the Heat was that he, uh, he punched somebody. Yeah, apparently he punched the guy in the lobby or some shit. And he was screaming at the top of his lungs. The guy had to be restrained by the emergency personnel who showed up on site before they strapped him onto a fucking uh, gurney. Or not a gurney, but a, um, like stretcher. A, a stretcher. And then they took him to the hospital. Mario Chalmers was at the scene because they live in the same complex. Uh, Mario Chalmers was seen there the next day, and now uh, all of a sudden we. And Chalmers is gone. The Heat, well, the Green's heat, in the hospital. Yeah, like, I don't know, man. The Heat are notorious for doing this kind of shit. They're so good at keeping the secrets in house. But it's Miami, bro. and you know well, what it no, is? it's the Heat. No, you know what it is? What bath salts? Bath salts. Bath salts. I think he was on some flacco, bro. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, if it causes a man to eat a man's face, I don't know. But so well, maybe he finished uh, man, it off. Bro, that's true. But, uh, He's already missing some shit. <laughs> but. Well, all of a sudden, like we hear, he might be—he was suspended for two games, but for uh, conduct detrimental to the team. But nobody actually specified what it was. Yeah. And then today, you know, we hear that he allegedly punched a guy in his lobby. Yeah, or there's shit. still more details to be, and there'll no, be no, more weird, But he is going to rejoin more. the team. He's yeah. going to rejoin the team probably as of, uh, Friday. Probably our next episode, we'll we'll have more info on it. But there's been some other stuff in the NBA, dude. How about Will Chamberlain making an appearance in the NBA? <laughs> you heard about that guy, Andre I heard Drummond? About this guy. Dude, that Andre Drummond is 22 years old. He, uh, and before this show, you didn't even know what college you went to. I have no idea what college you went to. But Jim Calhoun did some shit over there. But they got I don't know. I don't think he was with Calhoun. I think he was with... Um, he's 22 the, years old. No, no, been but, the, he's I been in the, in the no, league no, for three coach, years. Who's the coach of UConn? It's not Jim Calhoun anymore. It's not Jim Calhoun anymore. I know it's not Jim Calhoun anymore. But I know. He, he was drafted three years ago. He came out after... Uh, Came out after one season at, at UConn. Yeah, I wasn't he there with the Shabazz year with the? Uh... I don't know. Shabazz was there for like two oh, playoff yeah, yeah, yeah. runs. I think he was there with Calhoun. I'm though. not having this conversation right now. But <laughs> Andre Drummond is 20 and 20 right now. The guy is unbelievable. Having the back, the 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 front court to himself certainly helps because nope. Greg Monroe he left as a free agent. He went to Milwaukee, mm-hmm. and this is what like this is what. Um, what's his name? Stan Van Gundy does right. He takes a big man and he makes him good. Yeah. He and did it well. Hey, I mean, Stan he's man, got bro. good. Stan man, he's doing good. Like, he's he's doing got good. Du- he had Dwight Howard. It's not like he made them. They were already good. He just polished them. He a little polishes bit. them up. That's the right word there. I think he polishes them up. He makes them better. But it's impressive to watch, man. It's Every day, the guy to build around the guy. I mean, oh. for the love of God, they signed Reggie Jackson, and he's still he's he's still in the rookie contract. He he hasn't gotten his max deal yet, but he's 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 he's, he's, he's signing the check, man. He's writing it out already. He's gonna get the big ones with, get, the, with the salary cap increase. Twenty, bro. Twenty and twenty is not easy, bro. I think oh. I saw he has four 2020 games, and the rest of the NBA has sick. one. This dude is legit, man. Yeah. He's really that's good. crazy. And um, then Steph Curry has the cheat codes. 
cheat codes. He has the cheat codes. He's, he's figured out basketball. He's got the, the creative players cheat codes, you know. He's, I, I don't get it, man. This this guy is unbelievable. Like, if one facet of your game was that good, but he's stellar in all of it. Yeah. He's got the handles. He's got the assists. He's got the sight. He's got the crazy threes, and he turns around and fucking starts showboating before the ball even goes in. Yeah, the dude is doing his own Apple commercials out there. He shoots no, it, from the hip. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, I'm, he's just I'm, figured I'm it out. I'm starting to drink the punch. I'm and if he wasn't good punch. defensively, then I, I'd understand, which... You know, that's the one argument, like the argument against Kevin Durant for so long. Yeah. It's a little bit different because Kevin Durant goes under the basket a lot more. Is that, you know, he's, his body hasn't matured the way that like LeBron's did yeah. or whatever. So the strength is going to be a factor. But he's a perimeter player, so he really doesn't need it that much. No, Steph no, Curry, it's, I mean. It's Steph Curry's, I'm telling you, I'm drinking the punch. And there's a couple of reasons why. Number one, I, I watch how they, they, they play their fast break offense. It doesn't run through the point guard. Typically, guy gets the rebounds, gives it to the point guard. Point guard brings it up the field. But I'm watching Andre. That team is a spectacle. Uh, uh, Draymond Green, I'm watching him. Bring it up the court, yeah. lob it up to Festus Azili, and throwing it up. Like anyone is running this offense there, and it's they, everybody knows their job. They're like they're kind of like if Luke Walton can be a coach, they're like turning into the little <laughs> Patriots. Do your job, and everybody knows what their job is, and anybody can do it. Yeah, they don't and, even need Steve Kerr. Like they just and they're 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 a traveling show, man. Like this team has become so much fun to watch. It's incredible. Yeah, and I still think I still think my pick is still uh, Oklahoma City. Russell Westbrook is the most exciting guy in the in the NBA for me to watch, and Durant is looking looking like the the foot injury is not slowing him down so far. Well, you know he got he the was, hammy yesterday. Yeah, yeah, he got pulled out yesterday. Little hammy, but that was Washington the hammy. after they tried yeah. to sell him. <laughs> the Under Armour yeah. Wizards, and uh, but no, I, and it was the hammy, so at least it's not the foot. So I'm no. I'm I'm starting to be okay. Like he's gonna come around. No. but Westbrook is just dude. That, that guy, a monster. Oh, I love that it, and, a monster. I, and I love those uniforms that they're rocking. You see the orange OKC. This guy in the uniform. It's so. the beautiful thing, bro. You gotta yeah. look good. You if you look good, you play better. You play. So Westbrook, he had his first triple double yesterday. You know, yeah. it looked better uh, than those uniforms is. though. Supersonics uniforms. Nah, Just I, I didn't like the new ones. I like the old school Sonics, but yeah, no, yeah, I, I miss the Sonics. But you know who's See, the second most here. exciting player in the NBA right now, bro? Give it to me, Christoph Porzingis, bro. Oh my God. <laughs> Everyone loves that name. I love oh Porzingis, bro, almost as much as I like saying Eric Hosmer. It was crazy Porzingis because I Gus. Can't spell Porzingis without Gus, bro. Okay, it's uh, G-A-S. But, <laughs> it was, it can't spell it without gas. Can't but, spell it without gas. I tried. Always he, late. Uh, <laughs> he was picked fourth overall, and, uh, you know, they passed up a few guys to get him, and the, the New York fan base was kind of, like, irate about it at the beginning of the, you know, or uh, <laughs> draft time. But this guy, he's, I mean, he's 7'3", he's an athletic big, he can shoot the ball from the outside. He's, he's, got a, time to he's up, had a couple put-back dunks, right? And in the he already thinks he's bigger, Ooh, right? That flexing, yeah, that's what's that, selling me, That Tim Tebow flex? Yeah, and he's, he's enjoying it, he's playing in a big market, he's enjoying it. The, in the fan, bro, when, you, when you see him do the putback, you see the guys on the bench getting excited, holding each other back. Oh, no, back. that's good, but he's 7'3", like, like he's, he's supposed to have putback. He's supposed dunks. to have him, but he's meshing with the guy. I see more of it. And I've watched a thing about him, he actually was living the American culture lifestyle over in Latvia, or wherever he's from. From. And uh, it's it's funny because he was like into hip hop music. He had corn yeah. rolls and everything. And then coming over here, he's like, "Yeah, man, I'm into this stuff." You know, yeah, like I don't even know if that's how he talks. The self awareness. Self awareness. He he understands he's an awkward white guy and he's gonna be big. But I don't know about that. I think he's the next Kobe. I mean, uh, the next Dirk. Bro. Okay, what? <laughs> next Kobe. Andre Carolinko. The next Dirk. The next Dirk. But we talked about it. Like Andre Carolinko showing up with the Eminem do and draft day. You know, like some of these white guys from the other from Europe, they just don't. All right, so. Well, with that, I want to do one last thing here. Uh, throw uh, throw the Cavaliers in the pit. I didn't even want to talk about oh, them today. God. <laughs> oh, no! I didn't throw anybody in there, but damn. Throw LeBron's uh, hipster mustache. Oh, no! Throw Mo Williams doing in there. Movember thing. Mo Williams, throw him in there, please. Oh, no! Anderson Verja has been doing Movember his whole life. Throw him in there. No. 
Oh no! Alright, that's enough. Okay. Kevin Love, he looks like he's playing in the 70s. Yeah, God. Uh, Alright, so let's, uh, we're gonna close up the show um, with a little. That's interesting. That's amazing. So fetch. Holy shit! What the fuck is this shit? That's very interesting. Alright, who wants to go first? I'll, I'll go first. I'll go first. Um, my That's Interesting this week, as you guys know and I've stated many times, I'm a big uniform guy. I like the uniform rules. I understand uh, some the of the fashion industry concepts. is strong in that one. Fashion industry is very <laughs> strong. And um, one of the things that, uh, as many of you know, in the NFL, you know, you always have the, the home team usually wears white and the road team is the color team. And uh, except That's pretty for, much true for all sports. And more for all sports, except hockey where it's inverted. But most sports are like that. Um, but in football, unless you're the Dolphins who wear white most of the season and the, and the Cowboys, there's a couple of exceptions. But um, but with that being said, the NFL is is they're they're getting you know it's a little marketing thing to sell more jerseys and sell more merchandise. But I think it's pretty cool what they're doing, starting on with the Jets and Bills game this week on Thursday, and I believe it's every Thursday game afterwards is going to be mandated. Or actually, this season it's going to be optional, but then next season it's going to be mandated. From what from what I read, they're forcing color versus color, and they're starting it off with a bang this this first week. There, the Bills are going to be rocking all red, which they've never worn. They look like the Patriots, and the Jets are going to be wa- rocking the white helmets with the all green look. It's going to be a Christmas theme. I think it's going to be weird. We're not used to seeing that in an NFL game. We see it in college, but not in the NFL. I think it's going to look kind of. I cool. like it, man. Like it's something a little bit different. I remember when the Dolphins did uh, the full aqua the full last aqua. season. It looked really cool. Yeah, but it's it think about a little color in there. Yeah, right? I'd, I'd like to see a Cowboys Dolphins game where the Cowboys wear the blue and the Dolphins wear the green. So you know, oh, okay. it'd, it'd be uh, weird. That. But that's that's how it's going to be, though. That's what it's going to be. It's not going to be full t- uh, matching tops and bottoms every well, I mean, week, but it's going to be the color the Bill, versus okay, the color. Okay, but you're talking about like different colors. The Bills have some red in their uniform. Yeah, but they're primarily a blue team, so yeah, well, that's my interesting yeah, and so uh, you got it's cool. Uh, mine is about the New York State Attorney banning daily fantasy sports, say, calling it illegal gambling. Gus has the things yeah. for this for this trafficking shit. He's a dirty delinquent hey, gambler, bro. No, we don't know about it. That's the general Mike. No, you're, the that's the general Mike. You're, you're casino Gus, bro. No, you're bro. hanging out at the Hard Rock. He says he's Uber. He says he's Uber. He's really at the slot machine at the table. Magic City Casino here. Hit me. Blackjack over here. Blackjack Gus. I mean, what's interesting about it is that New York, the state, is a tenth of what they make. Yeah, so, so that's a big market, market, man. It's, it's the biggest market, market, the biggest market for them. Yeah, so that's yeah. interesting. And they're following, you know, the the lead that Nevada gave yeah. them. Well, they're they're the seventh state to ban it, following uh, Washington, Montana, Nevada, Arizona, Iowa, Louisiana, and now uh, New York. So yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, that's New York's a big market, and DraftKings yeah. is. I mean, the fact that they they just deem it like illegal gambling. There's gonna there's gonna be some some changes. There's gonna be some enforcing of different rules, but they they gotta sort that out. But it's oh. it's an ongoing I mean, it's issue. It's basically a negotiation tactic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, DraftKings and FanDuel, they want to be completely unregulated, so they're going to go ahead and throw, throw the entire book at them, and they're going to meet somewhere in the middle, and then the, state, some regulation. the state's going to get, you know, they're going to regulate it, they're going to get some revenue back, so they're going to tax it, whatever. People got to get paid. No, I don't know what that yeah. voice was, but I don't know. You don't want to make an enemy of me. Look me right in the eyes. Uh, okay, well, my that's interesting will be in my, uh, you know, in true Enrique or hipster Rick, if you want to call me that. <clears throat> fashion. Yeah. I'll keep it to baseball. Love that sport. Missing it already. Baseball, um, the baseball awards are kind of coming out, and this is what they do, right? They're like they start to trickle in slowly after the season ends. We've already got like the comeback player of the year awards, which, by the way, uh, my boy Rod completely got snubbed on that one. Bullshit. Uh, who did they give it to? Prince Fielder. Prince Fielder. I mean, he was never really gone for that long. Like this dude actually missed a full season. He's missed, like forty it's years the old. Definition of comeback. He's, you know? a, he's a full comeback player. Now it should have been a Rod, but it's clear they hate him. 
Now the other thing is uh, the Marlins, right? Uh, we're getting some of the Gold Glove awards, and my my second baseman, D. Gordon, my boy. That's right. You're saying he had like one of the best seasons that I've seen in a long time. Uh, what was it like a month and batting a half champ. into the season? This dude was batting over 400 yep. in average. Only Hank Aaron had previously done that before. The Marlins literally wasted one of the best leadoff seasons ever yep. from a hitter. Uh, a now he wins champion. the Gold Glove, so he was doing it on both sides of the field. Mm-hmm. He won the batting title for his average. He won the stolen bases crown. This dude had an amazing season defensively. He wins the Gold Glove, and the Marlins completely wasted it. It's just—it's real sad to see. I like D. Gordon. I hear they're working on a long-term deal with him. They have his rights. He, he goes into arbitration for the next couple of years. Thank and you, Lord. He was the big—he was the big piece coming back from <laughs> from the Dodgers. But what do you expect? Man, bro? it's just kind of sad to, we're, to see we're it the Marlins. I'm glad we have another Gold Glover. Like yeah. the Marlins have had some guys. Christian Yelich won it last yeah, year. Before that, there was some other stuff. Get prepared for a Yelich slump next year for Gordon. Then. Don't do this. Yep, it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. All right, so I think that's gonna wrap up our show this week. I want to thank Hipster Rick. Uh, producer Gus or Always Late Gus Uber Gus Casino Gus we'll work on one there Veteran but, Edwin uh, Veteran Edwin Eddie wins Fox and uh, thank you so much for listening you guys have a great day Ed Lewis by the way wins wins